The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. And this is the Ashholes. Hello, cigar lovers. Get ready for some big puffs on this week's show. Let's get to work with your host, Pastor Padron, Dan the Man. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Ashholes, broadcast live from the Sereno Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It's time to kick back and light up as we turn this Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. We're always entertaining, generally unscripted, and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and of course, theashholes.net. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. And I'm here with both my co-hosts today, Aaron and Oliver. And today we are smoking the lunatic El Chiquito Maduro by Aganorsa Leaf. Hey, you said it right. I did. Thank you very much. I tried very hard. There we go. Yep. Used to be Casa Fernandez. They've changed their name. That was a little easier to say. And that, yeah, <laughs> it's a little yeah. bit easier to say, yeah. So this is, I think... The biggest ring gauge cigar we have ever done oh, definitely. on this show. No question. Is it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, before this, uh, was 60. Probably the biggest. Was it 60? The Fomorian, the Fomorian was a 60. Yeah, yep. I think that's as big as we've gone. Yep. So we have Gosh, now jumped massive. to the 70, the 70, the 70 ring gauge. I'll have you people know it took about 45 seconds for me to light this thing. I still don't feel like I'm fully lit here. <laughs> <laughs> we started extra early, too, to do this. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it needs to come with like some green peppers and onions because it's 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 like holding a, an Italian sausage in your hand. It's just huge. It's <laughs> yes. I nickel every time I girth, <laughs> girth. So, yes, uh, uh, Oliver, it's nice to have you back with Good us. Good to be back, sir. How are you? Where Fantastic. have you been? What have you been doing? I was in. Why well, I traveled through Rhode Island, Connecticut, made it into New York, Long Island, Long Island, Jersey. yeah. So a lot a lot of ground to cover in a short Definitely. amount of time, but it was it was great. Uh, Great little trip. Had an event over at Havana Dreams. Nice. In Rigo Park. That went very well. We did two blind taste challenges. And, Sweet. Uh, won them both. United and Cigar is still batting 1,000. Really? 1,000? Have, have not. But lost. there are no winners. You know? no. <laughs> well, there are now. <laughs> there are for the sales, right? <laughs> well, when you think about it, we can't lose because even, no. even if we're not picked, right? And, and even when the, you know, the other side loses, um, <laughs> you know, people are like, well, you know, it's still a good cigar, but we would go, you know, with this one. And when they pick ours, they're like, well, it's not like the other one was really bad. It's yeah, just this right. one was better. I mean, if you just put it next so, to a garbage cigar, it would be a waste. Right. A total waste Right. Of time. So we go something that's comparable. Ours is a better price, just not as well known. And, uh, and absolutely crushing. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's was, awesome. Uh, yeah. Great. Uh, how, great now, how are people enjoying the, the blind taste test? The they, experience. They yeah. love the experience. Uh, I've had shop owners come back, uh, call me back up and say, you know, people are still talking about the event. Uh, people actually thank me after the event because they've never done that before. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they have a blast. So it's something it's something unique. It's something different. Um, so we've been uh, we've been setting more and more up. And once we do the event at the shop, the shop owner usually sh uh, you know sets another one up. Oh, well, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. That's good. So it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. That's very, very cool. Let's tell you a little bit about this cigar. This uh, sausage that we're smoking. This is a Mexican San Andreas Maduro wrapper, 
on this cigar. The binder and filler are Aganorsa uh, tobacco from Nicaragua. It's made in Esteli, and it is a four and a half by 70 ring gauge cigar. And um, the presentation on these things are great. I don't know, you know, a 70 ring gauge is not something I normally go to, mm-hmm. but the presentation on these is incredible. The the, the band just really stands out, and they've got these little silver sleeves that are on the bottom of the cigar. On the foot. And, and honestly, it really makes me want to go to Chipotle because <laughs> it looks like a burrito <laughs> just sitting there. It's about uh, as thick as a uh, spring roll. You know, yeah, yeah, you get a close-up shot, and you couldn't tell the difference between that and a burrito. <laughs> Clever. I like it. Oh, like my goodness. But uh, yeah, I, I actually like the second band more than I like the first band. The the smaller yeah, yeah there's actually yeah, three nice. bands yeah. on this when you when you come down to it the foot band right the El Chiquito right. band and oh, the, the lunatic I wouldn't really call sleeve. that band it's okay like sleeve that's more accurate yeah. I can accept that criticism is this black or is that just a dark like, navy uh, it's like a dark navy yeah yeah, dark blue. yeah it's a dark blue that's yeah, good hence like it. navy yes <laughs> yes got that fight <laughs> so Aaron what have you been up to this week have you been traveling like Oliver going to all sorts of cigar shops all over the New England mm. Northeast eh, not so much no no yeah I've just been looking more, more weddings can I no, take no, a guess no, you know, what I, you've been I'm doing? good for a little while for, for weddings not okay. until the end of July uh, Ju- yeah July gosh end of July end of July Then, so I'm clear for a while I'm just pulling stuff together for a camp I'm doing and all just Menial boarding stuff. <laughs> so. When is when is uh, school out for you? Uh, end of the month, so till the 29th. So we got a couple more weeks, oh, wow. and then I get a wow. few weeks off. 29th. It'll be good. Is that I would have thought it was early. Too? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, so it, it's it's because of the students. So they have to have a certain number of days right. of educational hours or whatever. And we had 10 snow days. So yeah. that 10. pushed us way to the end. Yeah, my kids are, are there until the 27th. Yeah, 27th. Yep. Yep. I thought that was late. Yeah, some some schools can do like blizzard bags or whatever. It doesn't really work out with my population. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. one daughter for me is the the 26th and the other is the 27th. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just so many snow days this year. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, and start there, there was earlier. also power outages too, which yeah. didn't help. So. <laughs> like, why don't we start just a little bit earlier so they can get out a little bit earlier? Right, and, and cover we've, the summer. We've snow done days. it, and it doesn't really make a huge yeah, difference. I mean, and that'll be the year we don't get any snow days. Do you remember? Well, I don't know. We're, I don't know where you grew up, but here, you know, we used to start after Labor Day. Yeah. And now we're starting the week before Labor Day. Oh, really? And uh, getting and getting. You know, so it's like a half week before Labor Day. Then you get the long weekend. Then you have, it's like two short weeks of school right. to, to, to kind of tiptoe the kids back into the yeah, it's back into the thing. There's no nice way of doing it, really. No, no. but yeah, the, the power outages we had this winter were really the well, big, and it was big October. For October we had those outages, and so yeah. that that really is what messed everything up. Right. So, right. Just the, some incredible storms we had this year. Yeah. Just Even not our before year. Before winter started, yeah, we had it went from fall to the dead of winter <laughs> in right. like a week, and, we and then we had the seventies in the middle of winter, right. and then right. we February. went through the rest of winter, second winter. Yeah, and then March lasted forever. Yeah, yeah. New England, hello. Yeah, yeah. that's New England for you. What can you do? What can you do? I don't know we're doing a major cloud cover right now, though. Mm. Yeah, with this, yeah. No, not outside. Well, that outside. too. Yeah. This cigar. The burn on the this ju- is really good. The lunatic, yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah. speaking of lunatic, crazy smoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, really nice draw, nice retro. Can you little, see little all the smoke coming off that yeah, thing? That's, that's what I mean. It's unbelievable. Putting out a cloud cover here. 
but fantastic. I, I liked. I really liked the retro. Yeah. Um, great flavor. And when we were talking right before the show, you know, I, I cut the cigar, put it in my mouth. There was an incredible spice right yeah. off the bat. Mm. There's a lot of pepper in the retro on this, but very rich, kind of cocoa kind of flavors. Yep. I feel like we, uh, you know, and this is totally by accident, but this, what is this, the, the eighth week in a row we've done a Mexican San Andreas wrap cigar? <laughs> Seems that way anyway. Yeah, yeah, it pretty, comes up pretty often. I mean, it's, it's the go-to nowadays. Well, yeah. Like, everybody's I, doing San Andreas. I, I, had, I had tacos this weekend. Well, there you go. What, I don't, yeah, I'm not so that's entirely sure what that's that has why. to do with Mexican San Andreas wrapper, but, you know, it's, it's all built up I, to yeah, that it's meal. all right there. <laughs> Are more cigars coming out with Mexican San Andreas, or is it just me? It, it seems yeah, like I think this I is becoming like the, the, the Maduro wrapper of choice. Yeah. But it's, it seems, I mean, like the brands that are, you know, re-releasing with the mm. new wrappers, it seems to be San Andreas. Yeah, the, the Aladino is It's probably is now readily the, available and, yep. <laughs> you know. And maybe, maybe it's less available. expensive. Maybe. I don't know. But the, I know the uh, Asylum Medulla Oblongata is coming out in the Maduro. Yep. That's the Mexican San Andreas, the Aladino Maduros. El Wense came out. El Wense, yeah, the wise man, the, the San Andreas. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez Maduro. uses the, yep. the uh, yeah, so it's, it just seems like everybody's using it now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's, if it's just me all of a sudden become, as I become more aware of the rappers that are on, now I'm noticing it, or if it's actually becoming a thing. It's becoming a thing. Yeah. It's becoming a thing. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, like I can't, large I can't ring see gauges. you anymore. Yeah, he totally disappeared in the smoke. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting kind of like a, a steak, like a, a steak with spice. So it's some kind of spice rub on a steak. So it's really like, like a, umami, like you know, a like a like a steak that's been done on the barbecue. Yes, you know, exactly. That kind of yeah, grizzly. Kinda, grizzly. Well, uh, grizzly. Grizzly. Not grizzly. It's not, not like smoking fat. Come on. No, but if you get if you're t- t- tasting the gristle, it's the char. That, the char, the char, yeah, the charred uh, gristle. I guess we'll go with that. Hey, Stu, how are you? Hello, Dan. Yes. <laughs> are you enjoying that uh, sausage there? Yes, it's off to a creamy pepper start. <laughs> a creamy peppery start. That's, yeah. It seems like they don't go together. No, yeah. they don't. But <laughs> I'm getting some spice and I'm getting some creaminess, and then I realize some of that is the. Uh, San Andreas wrapper, but mm-hmm. it's just, it's off to a nice start. And, you know, you look at a cigar this size and you say, oh, that's going to be a monster. But no, it's it's very nice smoke. Yeah. yeah. Really yeah. got to slow down the draw, too, because it's this, I mean, there's so much area you're covering <laughs> that if you take your normal draw, it just burns yeah. way too hot. So it's, you got to focus a lot. I don't know. That's true. And I'm looking at all four of our cigars here. They're all burning really well. I'm very well. impressed with, with that. Yeah, I just find, I find with a larger ring gauge for myself and and maybe with this one too the the draw is a little bit looser yes so it's it's well you got this huge area you know right so there's a lot of air coming in it's it it, not that it's starting to burn a little bit hot but on that draw a little bit uh a little bit more burn than i'd like Mm. and um and it's just yeah a little airy Mm. yeah yeah, it's a very easy draw. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how many uh, Lanceros stacked together, bound together, <laughs> this would be. Four. <laughs> Do the math four next week. Four, four, four and a half. I was going to say five, yeah. Probably four, four or yeah. five. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Wow. <clears throat> All right, well, uh, let's go to Pastor Padron's Thou Shalt Not, which is a little somber this week. Mm. Uh, Pastor Padron's Thou Shalt Not this week is Thou Shalt Not Forget. 
to pray for the family of Eric Hansen, mm. who was the president and CEO of Hammer and Sickle. Um, he passed away suddenly last Friday, June 8th. Um, this is, don't confuse Eric Hansen with, with Eric, Wentworth. Eric Wentworth, who we've had on the show. Who was just here. Who was just here, was last, just here week. last week. Just here last week, yeah. Yeah. Um, they are not the same person, but this, is, this was Eric's boss. Yes. Who's also Eric. Yep. But that's Eric with a C, as opposed to Eric with a K. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he was the founder of Hammer and Sickle, whose cigars and vodka we've featured you know, several times on the show, including mm-hmm. last week. Um, and he was also a very well-known and respected uh, local business and community leader and a husband and a father and a mentor and a friend to many, many people. He was only 45. Way too young. Way too young, yeah. Uh, his wife, Jennifer, and two daughters, Caroline and Ella, and the rest of his family, they're in our thoughts and prayers and we hope they will be in yours as well. It's a very sad mm. time in the cigar industry. They've lost a good guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's hard, but uh, but yeah, I, I, I learned about it, and you just uh, you hug your family a little bit a uh, little bit tighter, and yep, you appreciate the uh, the ones around you and what you what you have a little bit more. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. You know, you know, and, and I'm 48. And so yeah. I was, re- I didn't even think he was younger than me. I've met him mm. a number of times. Never, I didn't know him very well at all. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the few times I met him and we chatted back and forth, you know, for maybe five, ten minutes at a time. He's a really, really nice smart guy. Dude. Great sense of humor. I mean, Loved being around him. Really smart dude. I mean, for yeah. like guys in the cigar industry, he knew his numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get him talking about just the business analytics and all that stuff, and you just yeah. go. Yeah, he was brilliant. He was brilliant. And, um, you know, that just makes you think. And, you know, having, you know, kids that are, you know, around my kid's age, a little bit younger, but, you know, just kind of made me do a lot of thinking yeah. over the weekend. Great golfer, too. Never golfed with him, but Eric Eric Han, or Hansen, Eric uh, Wentworth was always golfing. Mm, mm. Kind of envied him for that uh, that part of his job. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I've never been a golfer. Never been into the golfing no? thing. No, no, never, never really seen the point of. Couldn't get the swing of it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and with that, good let's, one, go, let's go to break. Yeah, yeah, let's just let's go, go to break. break so right now, yeah, <laughs> uh, so, Stu, have you ever been golfing? No, I'm not a golfer. You're not a golfer. No. Why not? Uh, I have other hobbies, I guess. Like? Like avoiding questions. <laughs> <laughs> like smoking cigars. Like smoking cigars. Ah, nice physical activity of smoking cigars. The last last interview I had, you know, the, I was at the uh, uh, church that I ended up being a, a, one of the pastors at. The senior pastor asked me in the hiring process, you know, we're there with like 25 people, mm-hmm. you know, leadership of the church. Do you golf? And I said, uh, no, I, I smoke cigars. That's as close to golf as I get. <laughs> and he, he countered back. He said, well, do you caddy? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And we never actually went, which was fine with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although that raises a good question, Aaron. I, I, I'm sh- I know you've never been asked this before. Are you relati- related to the uh, Noonan and Caddyshack? Oh, yeah, of course. Of no, course. No, it's a, a fictional character. How could I be related to him? <laughs> Danny. Danny. Danny Noonan. Yeah. Be the ball. I, uh, do you, do you golf? Ball. Ever uh, get on the course? I, I did for a short period, uh, and then I broke my neck, and that kind of changed things, and I haven't yeah. gone back to it. Just nothing against the sport. Yeah. I just It's something I just kind of fell out of practice and was like, uh, just haven't gone it, back. It, because it's one of those sports that you definitely have to, you have to stay on top of. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, my whole body mechanics changed when I broke my neck. So, it was like, uh... It was a lot of work just to get into it, so. Mm. 
I have clubs, just don't use them. Yeah. <laughs> they for sale. There you go. <laughs> yeah, for the right I don't price. Know. I think I'm just going to hang on to them. Maybe when I get older, I'll pick it up Put again. <laughs> I um, like to get out. I just don't get out often enough. I think my weekends are, you know, the weeks are weeks yeah. are kind of shot. The, the weekends, everything just kind of happens. There Plus you go. the kids, it's just wrapped up with their sports. Yeah. I got oh fi- to find more yeah. time to do it. Mm. Mm. I find time to smoke cigars, though. That well, I find time for. The great thing about that is that you can, <laughs> you, can, you can be in different places, and you can, it's a whole lot easier to find the time to smoke a cigar. You know, to be golfing, you have to have two, three, four hours, and you have to be at That's a golf true, course, yeah. right. you know. Uh, wow. Well, Plus that 19th well, hole yeah. gets me. Of course, you could have an Xbox, I suppose. You could <laughs> oh. go off that way, but that's, that's, that's kind that's of That's the bar. Yeah. Right. Oh, there you are. <laughs> Making sure we got that. Yeah, yeah. So what are our continuing thoughts on this here El Chiquito Maduro? You know, for me, it's the, uh, you know, the draw. The, the draw is so loose for me. I'm just getting, mm. a, you know, we're getting a lot of smoke, which is great. A lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am getting the, the little saltiness. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and, uh, and spice on it. But, uh, but, yeah, no smoking well. Yeah, kind of like a dark toasted caramel, salted caramel for me. I don't know about caramel. I'm not getting like a chocolate, Like a chocolate caramel. I was getting some, like, you know, mocha earlier. Well, was it chocolate but, caramel uh, yeah. or salty caramel? Chocolate salty caramel. <laughs> Let's just throw out every flavor. It's morphed right into a salty caramel. <laughs> it was creamy morphed. caramel at first. Ah, it's morphed. It's morphed. 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 It's morphed from New York. Oliver was just in New York. I was. In Queens and then Long Island. <laughs> Boy. He took a walk. Longer. He talked, and he had some coffee. I tell you what, though, that traffic out there—I was going crazy. Was it? Oh, was it, were you driving everywhere? Nuts. Did you take the? Yeah. Did you take public transportation? Well, I wasn't in the city. You wasn't weren't in, in the Manhattan. city. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was on the outskirts. Yeah. Even there, though, yeah, Long, yeah, there's, the not, tip, there's not much—not the tip of Long Island. But I guess well, the they front. used to—they used to joke that the Long Island Expressway was the world's largest parking lot. I, but now, all of, uh, every highway yeah, every, in New York is like that. I was on the LIE. There you huh? go. Yeah, huh? Ah. Talking like a local now. Very good. Yeah, the LIE. Yeah. All right. But you didn't cross the GW Bridge. <laughs> I did for 15 <laughs> well, bucks. There's your traffic. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's, Jeez. I do it I've never not hit that's, traffic. That, that's another topic for Pastor yeah. Padron's top five, Siri top five. Is, Boy, they uh, love, love their tolls out there. They do the, love their the tolls. The tolls that bilk you. Dan, make a note of that. We should use that on a The tolls that bilk you. Okay, that could be a top five. That could you definitely be a top tolls five. Highest tolls in the state. In the for country. whom the bridge tolls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Right, that's that. a good one. I'll Everyone and sometimes double or axles. Well, I suppose that's a good enough uh, uh, hint to segue into our top five. Today's top five brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavored blue label. Siri Five Five has it all. Five and five equals a perfect ten, and that's what you get every time with Five Five Cigars. Here is today's top five list. All right. in a similar vein, by perhaps irony, hmm. the top five list is the top five ridiculous taxes that countries impose on their citizens. Okay. All right. Number five is France of course. for taxing smartphones and tablets, wow. the use hmm. of them. The, I wonder if you own one, if you, you have own to pay one, a tax. you're paying a tax. That's yes. every time. Is that yeah. a yearly tax? It is I a would yearly tax. Yearly, yeah. It is a yearly tax. But it's like what? 
Would and you pay that as part of, say, your yearly internet fee? Or this was they, something. Yeah, do they have public internet? Is this is this is something that they introduced in in 2013, and it was a special tax on that, and the tax would be one percent of the value of the device, and the whole point of it was to fund French films, music, and pictures. Oh my gosh, which everybody loves. With the particular thing of you know, countering U.S. film and music influence on France. Man, that's, the, that's insane. The, wait, how do you stop America from influencing you as a culture? You tax them. You tax them. <laughs> <laughs> so that you can create... For, and this is you know related to something else. There is a uh, uh, um, cultural exception policy that was introduced in 1993. Under the, uh, uh, in 1993, French broadcasters were expected to pay a cultural tax a cultural tax to promote French cultural projects. And this is like umbrellaed into that. Huh. I don't think they understand how a tax is supposed to work. Yep. <laughs> it's like, just give me money. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, it has nothing to do with of what course, you're using. Or... There was a lot of backlash about well, this when, so. it, when it came out, you know, and, you know, it is unclear whether or not they actually passed that in 2013. Oh, yeah. They, there's no news that they did or didn't. But it was, it was put in there. Hmm. So can you imagine that? Number four, we come to the United States where they want to tax bribes, stolen goods, and illegal income. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Go for it. How are you going to collect uh, it? Go. <laughs> the IRS demands that anyone who receives a bribe report it as part of their income and pay the applicable tax. Sure. Go ahead. Make that tax. There. That was the that was always we'll the case. Pay. That was the premise behind <laughs> yeah. the payola yeah. scandal. Yeah. This and that income from illegal activities like drug dealing can be reported and the actual tax on that needs to be paid. And if you have stolen property, you need to find out what the tax would have been had you bought that property and pay it when you pay your taxes. You know why that the, passed? Because all the politicians are crooked, except bribes. So they want it to to seem like, oh, absolutely, that's I'm good. I don't, I don't, on every yeah, bribe hey, I, take. I don't, yeah, I don't pay. I don't have to pay a tax on that because I've never accepted a bribe. Like yeah. people it's, accepting it's, bribes, it's just Why would you and dealing drugs and doing yeah. stolen merchandise? Pay their taxes These are in the, the first that, place. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm, I'm part of this community. I pay my taxes on the drugs I sell. It's <laughs> so ridiculous. Oh crazy, my crazy. goodness. Uh, number three. Number three is real uh, uh, funny, too. And that is uh, we go to Romania, where they have taxed witchcraft. What? Yes. Big business out there, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In, in, that, uh, in Romania, there is a huge thing on uh, witchcraft, fortune-telling, astrology. These are all big, you know, tourist things. Yep. Yeah. Along, but they weren't recognized as official jobs that could be taxed so they have now taxed witchcraft and astrology and fortune telling and now you have to pay your tax 16 percent of whatever you make you have to give them if you're you're a witch (laughs) if you're a witch you need to pay that's funny that, uh, we don't burn witches anymore. We no. just tax them. Do they tax vampires? I'm kind of okay with that. I mean, if it, that's a business, but it's, it's a high tax. But what about know. what about Eskimos? Is that the same? Is that the same as a witch? Yeah. I, that, I'm not. I don't see what ice cream no? has to do with uh, I thought they were made up. No. Is that real? No. I Eskimos? thought my question was more pertinent. What was that? Did you actually ask a pertinent question? 
Did I, I miss something? This is the first time for everything. Do they tax vampires in Transylvania? Well, I don't know. This is Romania, not Transylvania. I see. Okay. Yeah, Transylvania did not make the top five. We'll list. have to put yeah. our crockpot staff on and do additional research. Yeah, stakes are too Good high. Good of you to volunteer, Dave. Ooh, the stakes we, are too high. We don't even the do initial research, coming. let alone follow-up research. It's a laugh aligned with Aaron today. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Uh, number two, number two is Venezuela for breathing. What? Venezuela <laughs> for breathing. <laughs> I had an employer who tried to tack a, a, yeah. an air rental fee onto uh, a tax onto his, his employees' paychecks. You come in, you're breathing the company's air. There should yeah. be an appropriate payout. Yeah. Growing up, I probably would have taxed my brothers for breathing. They don't yeah, actually tax chance, people for breathing per se, but uh, there is a special breathing tax of 127 boulevards, which is about 20 bucks U.S. money on passengers flying out of the Makita International Airport in Caracas because that is to help was to help pay for the new air filtration system wow. that they put in there it makes me think of uh, space balls with the canned air <laughs> if you go to the airport <laughs> you have to air, you yeah. have to pay to breathe to be there huh. pay to breathe all right wow wow how bad is that that's yeah. just that's just ridiculous and then uh, number one, the number one most ridiculous thing that is taxed, and this is debatable, you could go between number one and number two with me, Germany for taxing television and radio. If you own a radio or television, you have to pay a yearly tax. You have to pay a yearly tax, okay? Hmm. And it was about 20 bucks a month. Wow. And the whole point of that was to uh, fund the state-owned television and radio networks. So, like, their version of PBS, they don't yeah. do fundraisers. <laughs> they just well, tax I mean, you if you own the... But people were upset that they had to pay this, to pay this tax. And so, get, here's what they did. Here's what they did. They ended up saying, okay, fine. You, don't, you feel like the people, you, you, or we're, we're discriminating, you know, only people with radios and TVs need to pay the radio and TV deck. Fine, we'll just have everybody pay it. There you go. So now even if you don't own a TV or radio, you have to pay the TV <laughs> radio so tax. Just, just pay us. Just wow. give us the money. I mean, it doesn't sound too far off from uh, UK. I believe they do. It's kind of, they, I think they call it a license. Where mm -hmm. Basically, BBC is, you know, it's paid for by people renewing their you know, TV license or whatever they call it. It's similar principle. <laughs> and of course, people are not very happy about this too. Even the people who the company that the government uses to collect the taxes doesn't want to collect that tax. They're but ta there's taxing this, their patients. There's this too. huge. There's this, blown away. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. It. Unbelievable. There you go. How crazy is that? Yeah. Makes you realize how lucky we thing. are in this country, Dan. Yeah. For now. <laughs> if you can call that luck. Yeah. It's, yeah, a, it's like you, somebody who tax a luxury item that doesn't affect anybody else but the user. Well, like cigars. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> don't give I them segue. any ideas, wow. Aaron. Yeah, it's too late. <laughs> I segue. They want to start taxing uh, purchases you didn't even, you made, like online purchases. If your state has a high tax, they want to start charging you that tax if you buy online from out of state. Uh, I'm trying to think which state it's, it's doing. That. Good. It's going through the courts right now, and if it passes, I much, think it's California. Uh, I don't know if it's California. I think it might be Ohio. 
That's where where it's in court right now. Uh, Deep Sockeye just posted about this yesterday, I believe it was. Okay. Uh, and if that goes through, sure enough, all the states are going to wind up doing it. I'm sure. Sure. It's not good news. Well, everything's changing regarding well, internet sales. Good for the brick yeah. and mortar, I suppose. But yep, yep. Um, this is becoming much more earthy for me. A lot of that sweetness is gone. It's still getting a lot of that spicy, that deep black pepper kind of spice. But there's a real rich earthiness to this now. Yeah, it's very earthy. There's a flavor I can't quite put my finger on. It's it's almost like a dark fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, the, I mean, there's pepper in there with it and that earthiness. Um, almost dried apricot, but not quite that sweet. I don't know. I can't quite put my finger yeah. on it. Prune. Apricot's a little prune, like yeah. a prune. Yeah, prune. That, because that has a bit of an earthy yeah. element to it. Yeah, yeah. That's a good, that's a good call there. Yeah. I was going to say apricot's a little too light. Yeah, yeah, I can, exactly. I can, see, I can see the earthiness because I was, I was going more along the lines of like shiitake, portobello, like a mushroom. Okay. All right. All right. I can respect that, Ollie. Yeah. Very heavy on the retro. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah, there is still a, a little bit of a chocolate, like uh, Baker's chocolate. <laughs> don't even know what that was. It's running wow. away. It's, it's running so, away. I mean, it's so big, it's, it just, it's, your, your hand just gave away. You just can't hold on to this thing any longer. It started to fall. Oh, my. It started to fall. It, and it, went to it put a dent in the table there. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the first. Well, not that I'm on the show a lot, but that might be the first time I've done that on the show. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody's actually dropped their cigar. Dropped the ash plenty of times. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, it's making me feel more at home, though. Yeah, there you go. Now I'm not the only guy who's it's not totally ashed the uh, <laughs> stage here. Jeez. We're going to need a Oliver's shovel the cleanup man. Look at that. I wonder Look if he does win this. Now I feel like Tony Montana. <laughs> <laughs> but this is... Now just dump it right on your lap here. There you go. <laughs> well it's, executed. Uh, nice teamwork. It's very smooth. It's got lots of flavor to it. The draw continues to be really good. The amount of smoke is tremendous. I can't see Oliver anymore. He right. just, he just. Uh, yeah, a lot of smoke. That, that if it didn't put up an awful lot of smoke, we, would, we were getting robbed because there's so much tobacco <laughs> on here. Oh my goodness! The, the draw, I'm just having a hard time with. Because it's so loose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I think you know that, that's part of the 70 ring gauge. I mean, you, you cut the right amount off, and you've got. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's twice. There's plenty coming in, but I just feel like once I'm. You You're really got to slow yeah. slow down your draw. Yeah, yeah. you really kind of have to smoke this a little bit differently, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it is time for our uh, break, and so we're going to play some commercials for you. And when we come back, we're going to announce the Ash of the Week. We're going to hear Miles with Styles. We're going to give you our continuing thoughts on the Lunatic El Chiquito by Aganor Salif. We'll be right back. time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez 
Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serino. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly-tailed head, and value, value, value. There is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what should you expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into a sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take the journey. Stay tuned for more of The Ashholes. Yay! On the United Podcast Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's Lagiana Havana. Oh, yeah. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head to head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. 
Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. Fear not, friends. The Ashholes are back. So, let's get to it. With our lunatic leader, just happens to be your host, El Chiquito himself, Pastor Padron, Dan, the man. Wow. El Chiquito himself. The El Chiquito himself. Yes, it is I. Welcome back to the Ashholes. You can find us on iHeartRadio. Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, and Spotify. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. I've got Oliver and Aaron here. We are a full stack. The Three Musketeers are all here again. It's fantastic. And we are smoking the Lunatic El Chiquito Maduro by Agonorsa Leaf. Yes, we are. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, a lot more char kind of flavors for me mm-hmm. and uh really dark kind of unsweet chocolate mm-hmm. and like really dark bakers. kind of coffee ground kind of flavor yeah just a, yeah. Yeah, a lot of rich flavors going on i'm at the halfway about the halfway mark now mm-hmm. um and it's definitely going more towards that char uh richer you know notes to it yeah yeah, you, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, right there with you. Um, still a fair amount of pepper on the retro, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, those other flavors are dead on. And the finish is getting longer as this is going on. The yeah. char is kind of hanging in there more than it Definitely was. Definitely the char. Definitely the yep. char. And uh, how about yourself, there, Stu? What are you uh, tasting and smelling and experiencing with this here? Uh, Stogie. Well, the one thing I'd like to mention, El Chiquito in Espanol is the little boy. And it's safe to say there is nothing little about this particular cigar. Yes, that's true. It may only be four and a half inches long, but it's wow. Like, it's like calling the biggest guy you know tiny. Yeah. 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 Short and fat is where it's at. <laughs> that's, that's what this is. All right. So uh, the ash hole of the week. Shall we talk about the ash hole of the week? Sure. Okay. We'd love to. Uh, the ash hole of the week uh, is a hitherto unnamed man in Texas who was cleaning up his yard. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. And he came across a rattlesnake. Rattler. A rattler. Four-foot rattlesnake. And he did what any good Texan would do. He took out a big machete or something and lobbed off its head. All right. Killed. Sounds sounds fair. Killed killed the snake. Kudos. All for that. That's very good. Protect your kids. Get rid of the snake. Oh, no. Then he does the dumb thing. He apparently reaches down with his hand and picks up the, the head, head of the oh, snake, no. which then bit him. Yeah. Yeah. And dumped all of its venom into him at once. That's. And <clears throat> wait, is he the asshole or is it a snake? He's the asshole. I don't for know. Picking up. The he- without any kind of glove yeah. or any kind of anything, you pick a- and and you pick up the head in such a way that it can 
bite you? I mean, how do I mean, you do that? I mean, if you figure it's dead, I mean, you're not going to know, unless you're dealing with snakes all the time, that it can still bite you. <laughs> well, this is, this is the, you know. You I've just watched don't. Naked and Afraid. I've watched enough uh, Travel Channel or I don't even know what other channels I've watched that I know that once you chop the head off, you bury it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't touch the head. Don't with touch it. it. Don't, not with your bare hands anyway. No. Get a shovel or something. Or, uh, anyway, the snake head, the decapitated head, bit him. And he ended up needing medevac. He, got, you know, they brought in the helicopter because the the uh, once once nine one one was called, his wife called nine one one. The the ambulance was not going to move fast enough, so they yeah. medevaced him via chopper to the hospital. Usually, if you get bit by a rattlesnake, you need a couple, maybe three, maybe four doses of antivenom. Yep. He needed twenty six. Yeah, okay. 26 doses of antivenom. And he was in, you know, critical condition for a while. Oh, well, yeah. Now, <laughs> now, now it, it, the good news is, you know, he's going to make it. He's going to be fine. He ended up pulling through, and we're very happy for that. But come on. I, don't no, be, don't I'm not going to agree to him being the asshole of the week. Just because... Here honest, living honest in mistake. Texas, and living you in Texas, no, no, but come still, on. The, no. If this if you, was, if this was New York, if yeah. this was, if this was, you know, so how old is know, this guy? Do we even know? I mean, I suppose if he's too old, age. then he wouldn't have survived. Yeah, at no, all. they didn't. They didn't release any younger. information about him because I think he's. Worthy I mean, that, that feels more like an honest mistake. I mean, if you don't know, you <laughs> no, don't know. So I, I don't know. Now, I'm what, not what going to put my hand near a dead snake. No, I'm not going to put my hand near the teeth of a. Of a well, what, here's mouth. the thing. What if That's he what if he poison. didn't chop it quite near the head? It, it was farther back, and he was picking it up by the body, and it curled up and bit him. No, you don't even touch I it. I don't know. No. Well, yeah, obviously, knowing that. You're but dealing if you with don't a know, deadly poisonous snake, you and you're going to go down there with just come on. I don't. Know. I don't even live in Texas, and I know that. Yeah, right. I don't know. Well, I'm curious to see what his bill's going to look like because yeah. I mean, we were talking about a couple <laughs> we weeks talked, ago, yeah, that's and it true. was like 150 thousand dollars because the venom's ridiculously expensive. Right. If he did 26 doses, he's probably going to be gosh, that's gonna a couple be hundred huge. thousand. That's going to be huge. It's going to be insane. His yeah, man. You know, after last last time we were talking about this, I was reading up on it. It's like, why is it so expensive? Mm. There's, I guess there's not many producers, but also it's mostly because the hospitals mark up the price. Right. So depending on your insurance, which is like, so if his bill's like ridiculous, and he, I'm gonna say the the hospital would be the asshole of the week for jacking up the price for no reason, really. All right. So, all right. You want you want to go that way? I'd you go know, that way. You, yeah. You go that way. And I'm all for. I'm sticking, I'm sticking with everything, this guy but the all the week. You're going to stick it to somebody. Don't stick it to people that are being bit by snakes. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, that, that, this is just dumb. You should not have done that. I would just, stay, I would just mm-hmm. stay away from it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's change the, the subject then since we're all, you know. So <laughs> what? We don't have, well, I guess we do have rattlers up, up here, but they're few and we far do. between. We do. They're few and far between. Yeah. But I mean, I would never, I would never, ever do that. Yeah. No. No. I didn't need, no, to, I I didn't need like, to go into Boy Scouts to, to know right. that. You just don't do that. Yeah. That should be that should be. And maybe in the moment sense. he did, and he just didn't think Ooh, of it. He's not thinking like, I'm just going to toss it head. or something. Oh, wow. Damn it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> No, don't agree. No puns? What, or a snakehead? Uh, yeah. No. No? All oh. right. Yeah, that'd be scaly. Oh. Did either of you smoke anything you want to talk about this week? 
Oh, let's see. What did I have this week? Uh, well, I mean, it, I smoked quite a few hammer and sickle cigars in mm. memory of Eric. Yeah, yeah um, I did the same thing. Yeah, it felt like this is the thing to do. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I smoke everything out of their profile, their uh, portfolio. So yeah, I like I like all, all their cigars. Enjoyable. Yep. Um, What's your favorite from them? My favorite is. I think I'm shifting from the Berlin Wall to the Berlin Wall box press. Ooh. Because the box press really is impressive. It's very, very good. Yeah, it just it gives that extra little kick, a little mm-hmm. bit more uh, body to it. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm, I'm going with the Berlin Wall box press. And that's a real interesting cigar because it's the exact same blend as the In regular. Berlin Wall, yep. But the box press changes the way that smokes yeah. and tastes. And it is just a, in my mind, it's a big step up for yeah. that cigar. I like the Solomon in the, oh the, uh, the traditional, the regular the, the traditional, traditional line. Yeah. yeah, that's a fantastic, really smooth, that. creamy that cigar. cigar yeah. I was looking for that yesterday. So I was Were you in the house? But I didn't. Uh, yeah, yeah. Didn't I have it? No, I thought I did. I thought I had one, but I didn't. Mm. I wish I did. Yeah, yeah. I did the um, uh, Moscow City. That's been mm-hmm. my favorite, and I'm. Just still, I know I said this last week, but I'm still bummed that that's being discontinued. Yep. Um, but I thought, especially, you know, with since that's being discontinued, that was a good cigar for me mm-hmm. to smoke for in Eric's memory. Yeah. You know, but I love that rich. You know, it's got that uh, Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper on it. It's just a really, really nice cigar. Mm. Lots of coffee notes, medium bodied. Mm. I love the wrapper on that Good, thing, too. Great job blending it, like coming up with a different... Because they have a lot of they blends. They r- run the gambit. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's something for everybody. But they're all, right. And they're all good, well-balanced. Yep. Uh, construction, obviously, is, is, is good. But, um, you know, they were just smart on the, on the balance and the, the quality. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I need to smoke the Solomon. Yeah. I was looking for it, like I said, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Now I need to pick one up today. Yeah. Yeah. You should. That's a fantastic. It's so smooth and creamy. Smooth, yeah. Mm. Smooth and creamy, buttery cigar. It's awesome. Oof. I already took the first band off. I'm going to have to take the second one off now. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Just the band alone is huge. It's huge. It's like bounce to it. The one ring. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. All right. Well, uh, we haven't heard from Michelle in a few weeks, and we have a Miles with Styles okay. this week. She's one of our regular listeners. If you're just tuning in, she's a professional surfer and model. She's been listening to the Ashel since the beginning, and she travels all over the world doing uh, her surfing and modeling stuff. And on her travels, she goes and stops off at cigar shops and lounges and lets us know what's out there and where to go. And you can follow her on Twitter and Instagram at Kuataka Surfing. And w- let's hear what she has to say this week. Aloha. Well, guys, I'm on an official vacation. I decided to go do some fishing, swimming, hiking, and climbing in North Dakota. I've been home before, but it's always bittersweet returning to the lands my people call home. It's breathtaking here. Every inch of our great nation is stunning in its own way. But here on the hallowed grounds of Pine Ridge Reservation is the only place that can bring me to tears. But first, let's back up. 
I finished second in South Africa. Yay, me! And while there, I visited a kind of stuffy cigar shop and the most laid-back one I've ever been to. Let's start with Wesley's on Port Elizabeth, which seemed like a stuffy place where you order a cigar and leave. They weren't very helpful and seemed too busy to be friendly. They had a nice selection of cigars, but it lacked that relaxed feeling you should get when you light up. After all, picking a cigar is an important decision. The other spot was straight up and toasted at the Shimmy Beach Club. Here, cigars and liquor were aplenty. I enjoyed dancing and danced with what seemed like hundreds of men and a few ladies. Cigars and people talking about cigars, as well as advice on selecting a cigar from a very fine collection. I had a great time here and even had a chocolate cigar with smoked chocolate mousse. My father, who sampled some fine cigars, always returns to his favorite, the pissed-off Christoph, and he also had fun. Of the two, I recommend the Shimmy Beach Club any day, hands down. I'll update you soon on my vacation in Pine Ridge and other reservations I intend to visit. For now, I'll enjoy the fresh air as I fish, swim, hike, and climb in the beauty of these lands. Until next time, aloha nui loa. Lots of love. This has been Miles with Styles, and you're listening to The Ash Holes <laughs> on the United Podcast Network. Now, back to the ash holes. Take it away, boys. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell hey, wait, a minute, wait a minute. What happened to Oliver? <laughs> yeah, forget him. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver, what happened to you? I was look, surprised to even hear. Look at the screen, yeah. Oliver. <laughs> You've been blocked out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even see what that is. It's, it's, <laughs> it's Michelle covering your face. Wow. Yeah. You can see that? I can't see that. Yeah. Well, maybe glasses are in order. Yeah. Well, also through all this smoke, it's kind of tough. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, true. Hard to that's true. Yeah. A, you can tell she's on vacation, though. Yeah. Her voice is very much more relaxed, slower paced. So, but she said <laughs> North Dakota. Yeah. Why did I think she was from New Hampshire? Well, her parents are, are they live in New Hampshire. Now, Michelle is, her, and her family, of course, they're, they're Lakota Indian. Okay. Okay. And so North, South Dakota, that's where the Lakota are from. And so when she says home... She's talking about, you know, where her uh, people is from. And, uh, you know, Got it. The, you know, she sent me a couple of pictures about where she's been and everything. And it, it, just the scenery is just gorgeous. Mm. There's, there's something about mountains and being in the woods and, and that is just breathtaking. Yes. That really doesn't come into this story here, Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, See, so outdoors. <clears throat> but they would know what to do with rattlesnakes. She is Walk she away. is almost <laughs> almost a hundred percent Lakota, which okay. is I think really cool. Hmm. Yep. Definitely so enough. hence <laughs> hence she's home and 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 hence the you know visiting all the reservations. She'll be going. Hence, to, uh, okay. Hence the reservations. Mm. That's what that means. Yes. Got some reservations about using the word hence. Ooh, <laughs> that was. That was a little harsh. Hence and thus and mm. words that don't belong in the English language anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Never did to begin with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, getting hot. 
You're getting hot on this, on this draw. The the draw's getting hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're getting down to it. Yeah, yeah it's getting. So now, little, now that char is turning for me, turning into a, a like a, a, a cedar mm-hmm. uh, note, um, tasting a little bit of yeah, uh, cedar resin. Yeah, you know, in the back, <laughs> there's a sharpness to it now. Would you Would you agree? Yep. The, yeah, the, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, that char is now kind of ending a little sharp. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Is that fair, yeah. Stu? Is that fair? I think that's a very honest statement. A very honest statement. Are you experiencing that too? A little bit of char, yes. A little bit of char. Is it getting sharp? Oh, it has been for a while. It has been for a while. <laughs> okay. Especially on the retro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the, the flavors, you know, are, are still very rich. The burn is still going very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have to take my bands off too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, the, it's four and a half inches, right? So you're not yeah. going to get that far without having taken those off. Mm-mm. Nope, 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 nope. Um, but the, the, the whole sweetness that was there at the front half of the cigar is now gone yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. There's still that, you know, those, I can still have those notes of cocoa and coffee and there's the creaminess to it, but it, that whole sweetness part of it is gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that the heat, you know, it's as we get shorter, it's it's going to burn a little hotter, in theory at least. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> then it's going to bury up all those sweet flavors. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. When when you talk about a cigar burning hot or burning cold, my interpretation of that has never been: is the cigar actually burning hotter or colder? But the sensation that you are feeling in your mouth is hotter or colder. Would you, and is that, is, is there that a difference there? I mean, <coughs> well, I mean, th- if you're feeling what, temperature, then, but the, the feel of the temperature of the smoke is not necessarily correlated to the, to the temperature, temperature of the, of the cigar. Does that make mm. sense? And is that, yeah, does it it's possible? Yeah. Possible. I mean, when am it's I getting just, shorter, it's, you're going to be closer to the, smoke? to the actual <laughs> <laughs> yeah, embers or whatever. Carol, I thought it was awesome. If Aaron said it, you would have laughed. Yeah, I'm just getting, I'm just getting a little Laugh more heat. Laughing and died a little on the inside. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> kind of the goal. Laughing in here where it yeah, counts. We're in yeah, we're yeah. in here where it counts. Don't let my face yeah. fool you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. my goodness. But a little more heat. Um, yeah. Not not as, as, as much of the balance on that, on that front front half mm-hmm. um, you know good good flavors but I, I just think the I think it, for me it's a, it's the it's the draw mm. it was just loose so now it's burning a little bit a little bit more so now that, that spice it's a longer finish a little lingering in the back a little bit of uh, you know, that, that in the, uh, cedar resin for me in the back mm-hmm. yeah I enjoyed the first third a lot more yeah that Good sharp control. that sharp more complexity in there, and you know mm-hmm. when I smoked the when I smoked the um, the short Titan, which is a smaller version of this, and the Robusto, which is an s- even smaller version of this. Right. I don't get that as much, but this this on this particular one, um, and I'll admit, this is only the second one I've smoked, and this been, size or yeah of this size, yeah. and uh, uh, you know I'm enjoying it, but you know as I'm getting near the end here, you know it's it is getting hotter, mm. and and uh, it, it, it's interesting how that the 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 change without that sweetness is just really dramatic. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big big change right now. 
Yes. Especially for me, right at that end, huge, huge change. Okay. So, <laughs> so what are what are what is our uh, final verdict on uh, this lunatic El Chiquito Maduro? Um, you know, approaching a cigar of this ring gauge, you have to be ready for it. Mm. Yes. Uh, so I, I want you know for me. Were you ready for it? No, I think I sat down and I was kind of taken aback. But it's one, of the, one of those cigars you need to be ready for a bigger ring gauge. If it's not, you know, something you typically smoke, um, you know, you need to prepare yourself. Do some uh, hand stretching. Yeah, hand stretching. But the the first, jaw, yeah, for me, the first uh, half I thought was 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 very good. A uh, lot of flavor, a uh, lot of complexity because it did it was changing. Yep. yep. But then as soon as I reached that last third, mm-hmm. it started to get a little little bitter. Uh, and not as well balanced for me, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going mid, like a half, like a half thumb. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you with a half. Uh, smaller ring gauge, probably would be three quarters, maybe full. Uh, I'd have to try them out. Uh, you know, it did have that that complexity early on that I did enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the ring gauge, though, that's that's the kicker for me. That's it's hard to get over that. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't hard to get around you can't, it. You can't blame the cigar <laughs> for the for the ring. Oh, gauge. absolutely no, no. Yeah. Some people are gonna enjoy it. Yeah, sure. yeah. I mean, I know pe- people who enjoy the larger ring gauges, 60, 70, even 80, which I've never, I've never smoked an 80 ring gauge cigar. No. I just, I refuse. Yeah. But it's all part of, of experience. Out of principle. That's out of principle, <laughs> I just refuse. You know, if I have to, you know, open my mouth like I'm eating a huge hamburger to get the cigar in my mouth, it's too big. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just my prayer. There are people out there who love that go and for want it. that. And Big that is peoples. really cool. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with uh, three quarters for me. Okay. Uh, and I, you know, I, I really enjoy the flavors of this cigar. The San Andreas wrapper is incredibly tasty. Um, and there was a lot of complexity to it. Um, that real sharp kind of bitter aspect to, you know, the final third. And when you're talking a final third, you know, this was a four and a half inch cigar. You know, when you're getting down to the last, you know, two inches or, you know, inch and a half, that's where things start to mm-hmm. start to change up. Yeah. And I, I would love to have some of that sweetness continue. Mm. And that would that would really help me with this. Yeah. You know, I, I realize with the with a large ring gauge, the, you know, the draw, you have to be drawing a little bit different. And because I don't typically smoke things this big, you know, I have to kind of really work at that yeah and i think the smoke output is actually a factor here if you were outside a little bit more air might get some different flavors Mm. but like with every draw you're kind of drawing in the smoke that you've already put out gonna (laughs) affect it some do yeah now total a plus on smoke smoke production yeah Yeah, absolutely this is just uh, but i think the ventilation is good enough in here yeah where it's going away, where it didn't well, for me, it didn't affect my experience. I was definitely tasting it as you guys are exhaling. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we're both we're yeah. we're, we're pointed yeah, towards true, you, directed maybe. at yeah, me. Yeah. Right, it's blowing a smoke. A bit more yeah. of that. Okay, well, next week we're going to switch gears and we're going to smoke the Spirit of Art Toro, which oh. is a five and three quarter by fifty four by Cuba Rica. And so we are going to a Connecticut cigar. We're getting away from the Maduro. We're getting away from the uh, Mexican San Andreas. And this is, uh, I have never smoked one of those before. And I'm told that it is a really, really good, creamy, mild cigar that uh, is one of the best out there. I wonder how many weeks it's been since we've done a Connecticut. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a while. We need to get back to that. 
So go to your local brick and mortar and pick one of those up so you can smoke it with us next week, the Spirit of Art Toro. If your local shop doesn't have them, you can always order them from twoguyscigars.com. You don't have to buy boxes. You can buy singles. It is perfectly acceptable to do that with them. So make sure you have one for next week. You've been listening to the Ash Holes Unfiltered Cigar Radio, broadcasting from the Sereno Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You can download this and any episodes you may have missed on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, and Spotify. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. We'll see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.